This is the Horse Radio Network. You've just landed in episode 525 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Dr. Wendy Ying. Dr. Ying is a host of the driving radio show here on the Horse Radio Network, as well as one of the very few female four-in-hand competition drivers in the world. Plus, she is a veterinarian that practices traditional Chinese medicine. Today's tip is the very first visit from a traditional Chinese practitioner. But first, a word from today's sponsor, equestriancollections.com. Autumn is here. Time to cash in on Mother Nature's horse-friendly weather and take to the saddle with renewed enthusiasm. In so doing, you'll likely notice a few gaps in you and your horse's fall wardrobes. That turnout sheet that's seen its last roll in the pasture. The fleece vest that is well past vintage and moving swiftly towards ratty. EquestrianCollections.com has what you and your horse need, plus the latest just-can't-live-without fashions for fall. Visit EquestrianCollections.com today for fresh, fashionable, and functional items for your horse. Now, enjoy today's tip. What you do differently when you show up on an appointment than a traditional veterinarian might do. And you right. are a traditional veterinarian. Yeah. But you, you, you mostly have transitioned now to practicing traditional Chinese medicine. You just do it with much more of a medical background uh, as a veterinarian. Right. So, okay. so um, for... Animal acupuncture, only veterinarians are licensed to do that. Like, you know, it's only vets that Oh, is that right? Yeah. Human acupuncture, though, it could be any Tom, Dick, and Harry, can it? I think so, but it's probably better to go to someone that is a doctor. Sticking needles in my body. (laughs) All right, so let's let's do this. Okay, you're showing up at my farm, and my horse is saddle sore. Right. Okay, so what will you do when you first meet a horse? That's That's a little different than most vets. Well, usually um, what I do when I first, my my practice is a referral practice. So you would have a regular general medicine veterinarian. And either your veterinarian would refer you to me as a specialist, or, you know, you would call me out. And then what I'm going to do is give your horse a Chinese medicine exam and maybe do some treatment if that's needed and then report back to your general medicine veterinarian so that we can work together for your horse to have the best outcome. So just be like going to like a podiatrist or, you know, a specialist, an ophthalmologist. Um, some so there's specialty. no incense burning or... There's no any, incense okay, burning. Okay, good. Although I could do that for you if you need it. <laughs> but that would just be for the person because I don't think, it, unless I have carrot-flavored incense or <laughs> carrot-smelling incense. Um, so the first thing is I would, um, like we talked about all the elements earlier. So I would get the history, and while I'm getting the history, I would try to determine, I would ask you questions to try to see what element your horse was. So I would ask you, like, what um, what is his rank in the pasture if he's out with other horses? So okay. what's your, you have to make a pretend uh, He horse. is the boss. 
No, is my horse. So we'll go. We'll use my horse, Beaker. Oh, okay. Beaker. Okay, and Beaker is this little quarter horse, about fifteen hands, yeah. who rules the neighborhood. He's little and in with other big ones, and he's still. The oh, boss? he's in with draft horses, and he's the boss. And is he kind of like is tough and scrappy to be the boss, or do yeah, you just like stand he never, there and glare? He stands there and glares, and he never has to kick anyone. They just know oh, he's in charge. He's just a tough guy. He is. He'll put his ears back, and he'll go. He'll like go their direction, but right. we have never seen him actually go after anyone. Yeah. But boy, you know, if he wants to be in the run and shed by himself, right. he's in the run and shed by himself. Okay, so then he's probably a wood because he's boss. Yeah, I think that's what we determined. We decided yeah. he's a wood. Yeah. So um, then I would look at his tongue color. Well, okay, so what's. Uh... And the tongue can tell you a lot about their. So, okay, wait. I Sorry, let's back up because it's a pretend, so I'm kind of jumping ahead. Okay. So I, then I'd ask you your presenting complaint. Like, why did you call me here? Well, he just seems to be sore every time we ride him. The saddle, you know, when yeah. we put on the saddle, when we, he's without the saddle, he's not too bad. But boy, when he, with, with the saddle, there's no, you know, obvious evidence of right. anything. But like he's not lame, but he's no, just unhappy. He's just unhappy. With the saddle He's just on. miserable. No, he's not his old self. Correct. And is this a new saddle? No, it's a saddle we've had for a while. And, um, and nothing else has changed? Really, nothing else has changed. Yeah, and how long has he been like this? For, well, of course, we waited too long to call you, so it's probably <laughs> two months. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that the right answer right. for that? Because yeah. that's, nobody calls you the first right. minute. Right. It'll get better by itself. Right. <laughs> so, okay. So this, now I'd look at his tongue. So the tongue color is very important in Chinese medicine because I can tell if he has like a chi deficiency and that would be like energy. Okay, so wait a minute. Is low. So they're like, what colors could it be? Okay, it could be normal. Okay, which is? Which is like if you part his lips and look at his tongue, it's just like a nice pink color and it matches his gums. Okay. So then if I open it up and it's like, it looks like his tongue is too big to even fit in his mouth. Like it, it like kind of blobs out between the teeth and it's real wet and pale. Then that's a chi deficiency. I would expect him to have like some kind of weakness or have some immune problem. You know, or like um, if it's. Sometimes you see black. You see him almost going through the Sometimes when they're side. black on the top, it's from grass. Right. It's enzymes in the grass. Okay. Because if it's black in Chinese medicine point of view, this means they're going to die. Oh, well, that's not good. Yes, yeah, so let's hope it's grass. <laughs> okay, let's just We're say... We're going for, with grass there. Yeah, that's just grass, Glenn. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay, so then if in this case, I'm going to assume that his tongue is purple. Okay. So it's kind of like his tongue is a little bit dry. It's purpley colored and then you know they have those little bumps on the yeah, side of their yeah. tongue i'm going to assume that your horse's bumps are really pronounced and red okay so that indicates stagnation and stagnation is like energy block in energy blockage in the meridian flow which means pain so i'm going to assume he has pain somewhere and now you're telling me the saddle f- problem. I'm still going to go over his whole body, but I'm assuming that he has some back pain. Um, so then the next thing I would do was feel his pulse. And the pulse in Chinese medicine can also tell you a lot too. And where are you feeling the pulse? I'm feeling the pulse like right at, at the base of his neck where uh, I'm feeling his carotid artery. Where now, it comes will out you the base feel pulse in different spots to try and determine something too? 
No, I just feel okay. the quality of the pulse right there okay. at the base of the neck on both sides. And that can tell me certain things about his condition. Um, and like your horse, I'm going to say, has a pretty fast and kind of thready pulse. So uh, if you look at it kind of outside of the Chinese medicine realm, if you had a lot of pain, you'd have a little bit of higher blood pressure and you'd be a little bit anxious. So that's kind of how that all goes together. So then I would go over his body, and the acupuncture scan actually involves going over certain points. Sometimes when you see it, it just looks like there's, you're you know, rubbing your... I use a, a needle cap, and I scan their body, but I'm scanning certain points. And as I go by his, down his body, those points tell me certain things. Sometimes it could tell me they have local pain right there. Sometimes it could tell me I have pain in the meridian, or sometimes it could tell me that that um, I have uh, visceral problems, like organ problems that are related to that meridian. And then some of the uh, most diagnostic points for the scan is like um, there's a point, if we have a positive result on like three different points on the horse that are related to the front foot, then I can almost guarantee you that that is something going on with that front foot. I can't guarantee you that that's the root of your problem. That could definitely be from compensation. But that's just one... Or it of, could be coincidence that we also have right. something else yeah, going or on. Or he had an abscess yeah. that day yeah. that you call me, <laughs> yeah. which has happened before. <laughs> so, um, but, so you can discover through this process of the body scan that you're doing, Yeah. Um, you can discover other things that they didn't even know were going on at this point. Right, because what, maybe you're noticing the back pain, but maybe the root of the problem is something else. Because usually, I mean, unless really you're some, unless you broke your tree on your saddle or mm-hmm. something, or maybe you as a rider had an injury, unless something really drastic has happened, um, back pain is usually compensation for a lameness somewhere else. Okay, makes sense. So... Um, also, uh, since I've done this chiropractic, I actually have added on when I'm doing my scan for acupuncture, I'm also doing a little bit of a chiropractic exam and the chiropractic and the acupuncture relate really, really well together. So, um, I also go over some of that. That's a little bit too in depth to like talk about on the radio, but, um, then, so let's say I go and do your whole scan. I also look at symmetry of the body, so I'll like look at them from behind and and from the side and look to see if I just see, is there atrophy on one side or the other? And um, if it's the first time I'm seeing you, I would see if we could get them on the lunge and see them moving. A lot of times when it's very subtle, I like to see them doing their job because especially, you know, I do a lot of driving horses because I right. drive. Um, m- many times a driving horse will not show their lameness unless they're pulling the weight of the carriage. So because they're under a lot of stress, we see that a lot more. So um, whereas a rider may say, well, I feel like he's off. With driving, they're pulling so much weight in the carriage that you see it before you feel it because we're not on them. Um, So anyway, so then we go through the exam and I find out he's sore like from like his third, the... um, from like his 15th rib back to his sacrum, okay? And so that is running along the bladder meridian. 
So that would probably be related to your saddle. Like maybe you changed your saddle pad or also young horses, as they grow, their saddle might not fit anymore. Right. So um, a saddle fit problem is usually, uh, you know, just local muscle inflammation. So that would be a very straightforward case where the first thing I would do is um, I would do a chiropractic adjustment of the vertebrae because, you know, how if your back hurts, you try to get out of Mm -hmm. it and you hold yourself funny. So that can cause some spasming of the ligaments or spasming of the muscles and, and cause some vertebral subluxation complexes that can be fixed by chiropractic. And then I would do some acupuncture to help with the muscles and the energy flow. So that would be the first visit. And then another option would be we could put him on some herbs for anti-inflammatory functions. And wow. then I would say I have to come back and see you in two weeks to see how he's doing. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Well, that is different, obviously, than, than a traditional vet yeah. would do. But it is interesting. I think the more education people get about traditional Chinese medicine, the more apt they are going to be willing to try it, don't you? Yeah, I think so. And especially for back pain, I think is very useful. And uh, I know it's changed the way I look at medicine a lot since, you know, from, since I've started doing it. Whereas before, I think back pain, I would say, yes, I have back pain, but... You know, I have, a, I have something out. Yeah, it's just the I would, way it is. I would think, well, yeah. I need to do, you know, more. Maybe it's me riding them wrong. Maybe I need to do more exercise, or maybe I need to get really intense and do like big time diagnostics or inject in there, inject steroids. And I try to avoid steroids now. I'm, I'm not saying that there's no use for steroids at all, but, um, you know, say I thought that your back pain was coming from your horse having arthritic hocks which is a very common thing well then the best thing would be to inject their hocks or put them on some adequine and legend which i use all the time you know i love that i think that those are great products and can really help horses so then i would send you back to your regular veterinarian for more traditional diagnostics and maybe some steroid injections and then i could help you with the back pain later on after we fix the root of the problem which would, if in that case, be arthritic hawks. Well, there you go. Fascinating stuff. Thanks to Wendy and Glenn the Geek. To listen to all of Wendy's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. All of our experts are right there, alphabetized and easy to find. You can also go to Wendy's website, 5, that's the digit 5, elements for, the digit 4, animals.com. 5elements4animals.com. If you just can't get enough of Wendy and Glenn, you can listen to them both every week on the Driving Radio Show, drivingradioshow.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover. You can subscribe to all of the great shows of the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 